Hello and welcome to the podcast Ramblings of a Jeweller. I'm Rebecca Ann. I'm a jeweller uh, based down in Brighton in the UK and this is my podcast. Um, If you've been and listened before, this is actually going to be a little bit of a different setup and hopefully over time this will evolve into something a lot more sleek. Um, But yeah, just bear with me. This is in its infancy and finding my footings. Is that the right word? Anyway, so I thought today... um, it might be good to reintroduce myself and tell you a little bit about me and what I do. So I'm a jeweller. Um, I've been making jewellery now for, I think it's coming up, 18 years. Um, And I've recently made the decision to stop working in silver. That's quite scary. Um, But it's for a number of reasons. And one of the reasons is there's actually quite a few um, jewellers that are working only in silver. Um, And so I think it's important to sort of carve your area out in an industry um, and within a different sector. And um, so that's what I'm doing. So I only now work with recycled golds. Um, I don't offer platinum and palladium because at the moment I can't get that in recycled form. Um, and to rework those metals, it is oh, it is pretty hardcore. So I, at the moment, I'm only offering, uh, yeah, recycled golds, remodeling people's um, current jewellery that they have. It might be family heirlooms or pieces that they've got, you know, sat in uh, jewellery boxes, not being worn. And I'm all about creating jewellery that you're going to love to wear every single day and that you can wear for every occasion and that pieces that you can add to so like multifunctional pieces I'm more about um, investing in having a good staple uh, wardrobe um, or staple jewellery collection Um, and also at the heart of my business is uh, the environment so I'm trying to be as eco-aware and eco-conscious with my business as possible. So this is why at the moment I'm working with recycled golds. All my packaging is uh, made from recycled items and can be recycled or composted. I plant trees with ecology um, each month to help reduce my carbon footprint. And the big thing as well is that I only make to order. So I don't hold any back stock um, on my work. I do every now and again produce a one-off ring or a one-off necklace, but I don't hold a large backlog of, or sorry, a back catalogue of work that I can just dip into when people place an order. And this to me is really important. It means that I only use valuable resources when they're actually wanted. Um, And also, I think it's really nice when you're making a piece of jewellery that you can actually envision the person that you're making it for. Um, It might be that I've never met them, but, you know, there'll be email correspondence. And so I've just got a vision of the person that I'm making it for. And I just just find it a really lovely process. And having worked, I'm going to say, in the jewellery industry now for, like I say, it's coming up 18 years, I think it might even be... Yeah, yeah, 18 years. Sorry, doing the maths. <laughs> um, so yes, I've been doing jewellery for um, 18 years and I started off at evening class, then I went on to university to train, 
took quite a while to get a job out of university. Um, everybody wanted people with more experience. But when I did, I ended up working for a very large um, repair company on the south coast of the UK. Um, and that, let's just say I almost fell out of love with jewellery. Um, it was a very hard time um, but I stuck with it and eventually I managed to get a job with a jewellery designer here in Brighton but it was still we were still having to at points produce a lot of work um, particularly if we were selling or making up pieces that were then going to be sold say through Red Direct um, or making up stock to go and sell at other jewellers and it sort of made me realise how I wanted to run my business when I, I, I eventually set it up. Um, I think it's five years ago now because um, I started it part time just doing a little bit. And I've now been completely full time with my business for two and a half years. Um, um, so, yeah, the way I make jewellery, the way I run my business has sort of transformed in that time. And now it's more about slow made, made for each person, very much with the customer and the environment at the at the heart of it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a bit about me. Um, so I also refer to myself as the virtual jeweller because I don't stock any physical shops. And that goes back again to the fact of only making up to order. Um, I don't go and exhibit at craft fairs or anything like that. It is all, yeah, all done online. And I also have from, sorry, wording. <laughs> if you follow me or if you've heard a couple of my other episodes when I was trying to work out where I was going with this podcast, um, I have dyslexia and also my brain sometimes just works in a slightly different way and I don't always get the words right um, and I just sometimes don't even notice. <laughs> anyway, um, what was I saying just then? Oh yeah, so virtual, um, yeah, I often describe myself as well as the virtual jeweller or a virtual jeweller because I work remotely with a lot of my customers and I've had virtual appointments in place well before the pandemic meaning that customers don't have to travel to see me. Uh, again, which helps the environment because we're not having to use transport. And I've just found it that it actually it works really, really well. And it meant then, you know, when everything kicked off in the world, I already had things in place to be able to work with customers remotely. Um, and then off the back of this, I have now just um, designed and made a wedding ring sample box. And this can then be posted to customers so that they can at least try on some uh, rings, see some examples of the different finishes and shapes and widths and cross sections of what I offer. And then we can do a Zoom meeting while they have that box in front of them. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a bit about about me. Um, I feel like I'm in a bit of a transitional period at the moment with my business. Um and I think this is why I'm also feeling that it's ready or it's time to come back and do the podcast. So the reason I feel that it's time to come back and do the podcast is I think it helps or will help me um, tell my story of um, basically, I suppose I'm a brand. I've got to think of myself in that way and my jewellery. But yeah, to tell the story um, and... Oh, sorry, you might be able to hear the car horns going off in the background. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think I think it would be really. I think it's a good way of actually. Well, yeah, it's getting your voice, isn't it? It's getting my physical voice out there, but the voice of the brand, letting people know who you are, and particularly when you're an independent like I am. You know, it's just me, and then I work with a couple of. Um, a couple of outsources for companies. So I work with a setter when there's a particular type of setting work that needs doing. Um, but everything else is is done by me. And I think it's, it's, I mean, it was a hard thing for me to get my head around, but knowing that actually that is a key part of the business is me. And that is why people actually choose to work with me. Um, and so if you can get a little bit more of my voice, um, as in the voice of the brand, the voice of the business, but also my physical voice and and feel somehow connected to me, that perhaps that will help you know if I'm the right person for you to work with when making um, making your, your jewellery. You know, because... Because jewellery is so personal and it holds so much meaning. And so if you're asking someone to remodel a piece of jewellery for you or asking somebody to make a piece of jewellery that is full of meaning, you know, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be, um, but basically, you know, we're, we're using tools, we're using our hand, we are constantly touching that piece. And so I feel that we somehow become part of it. And so if you don't have that connection, I don't think, I just feel that perhaps it won't ever feel completely right. Um, so, yeah, so I think that's why it's really important to feel that connection with your jewellery and the jeweller that you work with because it is actually, it's really, it's really personal. Um, and I do, I do... <laughs> I do warn customers sometimes when I'm working with them, particularly, you know, couples. And if I get to meet them either face to face or whether I get to meet them on Zoom, I can get a little bit giddy because I'm really excited to be considered to make such special pieces. I feel it, you know, it's a real great honour to be asked to do this. Um, you know, jewellery is... It's something that we wear and, and quite often can be taken for granted as just something that we wear. But when you stop and think about something, um, you know, pieces of jewellery can connect you to a moment, to a time and to a person. And so I'm just looking right now and I've got my wedding engagement ring on, which makes me feel, you know, it makes me think of Chris, my my husband. Um, but my my wedding ring has actually got metal from my family in it. And so I think about those people. I also think about the people that made it. So I my engagement ring was made for me as a surprise. I didn't know by the very amazing Mads the Jeweler. Um, that's her name on uh, on Instagram. And Chris, you know, approached her and they made all that ring. And then my wedding ring, I made the wedding ring, used some family gold um, in it. So, you know, uh, that was, um, yeah, some family gold. And then that sounds really about family gold, but it, 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 you know, it can be old pieces of jewellery that aren't being worn. And, and in this case, it was a ring that um, a stone had fallen out and it hadn't been, it'd just been sat in a jewellery box for years. But I remember that piece of jewellery from when I was younger. Um, and then a friend of mine, she set the diamonds that are in it. And then the diamonds that are in it are with are from uh, a diamond uh, supplier I've been working with for a long time. And I really, really like him. And it's like all these 
all these things are in this piece of jewellery. And so when I look at it, it's not only, oh, I'm looking at my wedding ring and engagement ring and got those happy memories. I've also got all the memories to do with the people that are, are connected to it. And every single one of them, it, it just makes me feel really happy. And somehow you don't ever feel alone. I know that sounds bonkers, but I, yeah, I just... There's something magical about it. And I think it can be at points overlooked. Um, what do you think? I'd love to know in the comments um, below. Uh, yeah, what you think. Maybe you think that I'm as mad as a bag of frogs. Or, um, I mean, I'm going to swear now. I, I get a lot of sayings wrong. So I say bag shit crazy. <laughs> What was it? Batshit crazy. Oh, I get it. See, I don't even know. But I say it the wrong way around and it makes Chris laugh all the time. So um, I probably said the matters a bag of frogs wrong. Um, so yeah, but and, and that's why I love, um, yeah, making jewellery for you and making it from, you know, whether it's I'm buying in recycled grain. And the reason I buy in recycled grain rather than buying in recycled wire or recycled sheet, it means that I'm... I'm completely making your piece of jewellery and that, you know, that wire that I turn it into or the sheet that I turn that gold grain into, it, it's been done by me, that every element's been done by me. So it's somehow, I, I know, I just get this connection more. Yes, it takes a little bit longer to make the jewellery, um, but I just, it's just, for me, it's a really lovely process and it's a whole part of it. And, and now that... Um, I make jewelry that way. I I don't want to go back to just doing buying in the the sheets and the, in the wire. Um, yeah. Now now, if you could see me, I'm I'm sat um, in our bedroom because it's the quietest room in the house. Uh, I've got my phone propped <laughs> propped up so that I'm right next to the speaker. I do have a proper uh, microphone. But that setup connected to my laptop wasn't quite working right. This one seems to be working better for me at the moment. So this is how I'll be doing the podcast until I can, yeah, work out the most professional way. Um, I've lost my train of thought again. <laughs> and I would edit that out. But I think, you know, as this is called the ramblings of a jeweller, I'm going to leave in my proper ramblings. <laughs> This is like, this is the conversation that goes on in my head sometimes. Um, and I can be sat in the workshop sometimes and I just think, oh, the poor girls that are in the workshop with me, I must just talk utter nonsense. Um, talking about the ladies in the workshop, I have an idea about um, about an episode where basically you just hear us chatting away we, we get into quite in-depth conversations about lots of different things it can be about um about jewelry it can be around uh, sustainability within the industry um the use of you know uh, a lot of greenwashing that is going on within the industry um when can you use the terms such as ethical within the industry then we'll talk about um We'll talk about, you know, married life, being engaged. We'll talk we'll talk about business, you know, actually running a business, having a business. We go and then there's all sorts that we talk about. We'll talk about running and coffee and 
all sorts. Um, but we do have actually, we have some really interesting, interesting chats. And I, I, the people who are in the workshop, I absolutely love them. They're they're an amazing, amazing bunch, and I feel very lucky um, that they have chosen to come and share my workshop. Um, which I have named the Jewellers Hub, um, which you may have heard from brief, uh, previous podcasts. Because um, originally this podcast was going to be like a, a tool to help people within the jewellery industry that are setting up wanting to build their business. Um, that was something that I was looking in doing sort of at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and I wrote a whole workbook and things like that. But actually I've moved away from that. I still, you know, anyone wants any advice or help in any way, always reach out I am really really happy um really happy to help and you know lots of people lots of people can be very closed um when it comes about business and particularly if they feel that you're a competitor but I'm I don't feel like that I think there's room for everybody and you know we're here to help and support everybody um and I was very lucky that I had lots of support and encouragement and so yeah if you have any questions if if you happen to be a jeweler or someone who's wanting to start their own business um I'm not saying I've got all the answers or I know how to do everything but I definitely I you know if anything if if it's only to be a soundboard you know I'm here uh, there you go, see, rambling again, lost my train of thought, went on to something else and um, I've forgotten what I was talking about. <laughs> that was it. Girls, um, the ladies in the workshop, the rent benches, um, it just so happens that actually we're now a full female um, workshop, never intended it to be that way but it just so happens that it is and I really, really love it. I I can't put into words how much I love them. They really are. Oh, it's just it's an it's a nice supportive place to be, and um, you know when someone's got really good energy, it now it's got good energy for me. Um, so yeah, okay. I think I think I'm gonna have to stop there because I I I can talk for hours. <laughs> I really can, um, and so I think. Yeah, let's let's hit the brakes, but know that I, in my in my mind, I've got an idea of at some point might not be this side of Christmas, just because you know the Christmas period can be very busy for jewelers. I tend to not be too busy because of how I work, um, but yeah, so it'll probably be after, um, and maybe it'd be something I could ask them to do regularly. Where we just yeah sit down, we drop a topic in, and we just ramble away if you have anything that you'd like to hear me talk about um it doesn't have to be jewelry uh you know lead it could just be a little thing that is connected uh, to jewelry but if there's anything that you'd like me to cover or if you've got any ideas for um guests you'd like me to speak to because that's what i'd love to do is to start welcoming guests and, and having people that i can have a nice conversation with that you guys are going to really want to want to hear so yeah if there's anything you'd like me to cover just let me know thank you so much for coming and joining me today um for this the should we call this the first proper episode of the ramblings of a jeweler um like i say there's other other uh other ones available before now i think there's what four um 
But yeah, let's call this episode one of Ramblings of a Jeweler. Thanks for listening and I will be back in two weeks time. Bye.